how y'all doing tonight <sighs> it's been eh, it hasn't been that long it's only been a week i record i mean it's been a minute since i posted a podcast i didn't post the last one i did i'm still kind of debating if i want to post it given the conversations that's currently having right now you know what now that i think about it now that i say it out loud i'm not gonna post that podcast yet because i did i talked about a little bit about like respectability politics with women a little bit and i stand 10 tones down on what i say about respectability politics with women but and i'm gonna get i'm i'm getting to my point so bear with me but because of what's happening in the conversations right now i don't think i'm gonna do it because it's gonna it's gonna it's it's gonna be counterproductive to what i want to talk about today so maybe i'm gonna release it later on like a spare change note when things die down a little bit because respectability politics is reality so we can't act like we can't just dismiss it completely but it can be counterproductive so, I'm going to be aware of it. And I'm not going to be an asshole like that. Um, so, welcome to Two Cents for Conversation. I'm your host, Vija. I'm trying out this new um, podcast station, Anchor. I'm no longer on Podbean. They was bullshitting. They wanted me to pay. I'm not going to do it. Fuck it. Long story short. So... This is a good one because you guys can stream it through Spotify, make it a little easier. I think I can import it to YouTube. I'm getting there. Just bear with me. I'm a, I, you know, I be in my zones and I got, I, I live in, not live, but I got a life and I got shit to do. So there's that. So allow me to rant tonight because Something I've been like really bugging. A lot of things have been bugging me. But I'm still on one particular topic tonight. And I want to talk about hip hop and rap and female hip hop and rap. Because there's a lot of things that are like really grinding my gears about this conversation. And it like. There's, like, so many things that bug me. Like, the double standard with female hip-hop is so fucking, like, ridiculous is an understatement. I don't even know the word. I'm gonna look up at, I'm gonna look up a new word. Hold on. I'm gonna see if there's a word that, that's worse than ridiculous. Pause. I'm gonna go with preposterous today. So... The double standard, (laughs) give me my Scrabble points, fuck y'all. The double standard with female rap is so preposterous. It's like, it really makes me mad. Don't mind me, I'm eating ice cream. I need this mango sherbet. So, it's just so preposterous on so many different levels, like... Usually, I don't let this conversation get to me because ultimately, the numbers don't lie, of course. And, you know, 
it is what it is. It's one of them things. But I think given that we have knowledge of the internet and we can look back on history and we can be we can learn we we can we now know more about the industry the the industry is more in the spotlight as its entity that there should be no excuse for the ignorance that comes to towards female hip hop femcs so not to call myself a rap connoisseur or nothing but i'm damn near close okay I've been listening to rap since I was 10. I'm 27 now. Almost 28 at the end of the month. I fucking love hip-hop and rap. Like, I really fucking do. Like, it gets my spirit going. It's like my anthems. Like, ever since, like, maybe... 6th grade, honestly. I've never been able to turn off hip-hop or rap. Like... I really haven't like and I and you know something that I've even had to grow into was accepting that music is subjective it's based on perception and it changes with the time and I think that's a really serious and that's a real thing that you have to acknowledge if you truly love music because or learn that you love a particular type of music because it's never going it, to nothing is ever the same till the the days end like the more it be, something becomes popular the more it's going to change people are going to get more involved in it everybody's going to have their own different sounds and learning to appreciate that is like really what's at the core of being a music lover and i and i've even grown into that i haven't i've never always thought about it like that and for me particularly i'm a person that just listens to what they like i don't care if the track is like hundreds of years old if i like it i'll fucking listen to it over and over again but at the same time i won't there's two things also that you need to do you cannot forget your history and you can't and you can't be stuck in your old ways at the same time like those are two synonymous facts with being a music lover that you have to acknowledge and like so many people like have such a cringing standard with MCs female MCs female rappers without taking those two things into consideration and it like pisses me off as a lover of hip-hop and rap so much because there is so much history into hip-hop and rap like there's so so much history into it and for men and women and it's kind of like the problem with our hip-hop community is that we we forget we we want to ignore or we want a lot of people want to ignore or dismiss or insult the history and hip-hop did so much for the black community it's like you cannot because hip-hop did so much for the black community you historically speaking you cannot erase the history of hip-hop and and at the same note, you cannot, we cannot continue to have these double standards on females in hip hop either. Like hip hop cannot continue to be misogynistic. And I'm not talking about just lyrics. I'm not talking about niggas talking about 
pimping hoes and uh, going to the strip club and not giving a fuck about bitches. I'm not talking about that level of misogyny. I'm talking about how the industry builds and tears down female rappers in more ways than one. And talking and about how, yeah, nothing else needs to be said with that. The industry abuses females from artists and the actual industry itself abuses females. And it has to stop. It's misogynistic. And that's why I use that term. So, this is where my rant is coming from today. Two parts. So, the first part is... I've been arguing with Barbies all fucking for the past two days. I know. Don't at me. I know it's usually pointless to argue with Barbies, Nicki Minaj fan bases. And then I'm also going to talk about the Cardi B and Meg The Stallion thing. So, I'm not going to keep beating this dead horse because it honestly is a fucking dead horse. And there's really no continuing point to the argument. But I'm going to use it to get to a bigger point. So, if you follow hip-hop, if you follow rap, long story short, girls don't get along very much. It's very rare. Not rare. It, 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 it's very common for the queen bee of the game in a particular era to not get along with other femsies and pretty much get catty like women do in general. Women uniting in hip-hop just rekindled, thank God. And we gotta do more to promote that. So... If you follow hip-hop and rap, you know the age-old debate about Nicki and Lil' Kim. And, of course, a bunch of old heads call Kim, Lil' Kim the true Queen Bee. And then a lot of the modern culture um, call, you know, hails Nicki the Queen. So, here's my two cents on this. I'm part of the original Lil' Kim Beehive, okay? I got a tattoo after Lil' Kim. I fucks with her music. The Notorious K.I.M. is one of my favorite rap albums, front to back. And I personally call Kim the blueprint. Like, Jay-Z dubs himself the blueprint. I call Kim the blueprint for female rap to this day. Like... She's the one who, and I'm just giving y'all a history lesson just in case you don't know, but I'm gonna keep it short because it's pretty much an argument that's been going on for fucking 15 years. And that's why I don't really want to spend too much time on it, but I'm using it. Like I said, it's getting to a point, you know, Lil' Kim, she, she's the one who trademark owning your sex appeal, talking shit to niggas on the track, collabing with niggas you know, while still able to talk shit about niggas on the track. Um, you know, just, uh, what you call it? Um, Keeble in the game, 
Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. She keepled the game from, I'll say, like, eh, underground years, let's say 94 to 2008, give or take. Then comes Nikki. And I wasn't I wasn't a big Nikki fan for her early work. I really do feel I mean my personal opinion is that she just did a lot of bubblegum basic rap. But I can acknowledge that Nikki has worked her ass off. Um she brought female rap back and I do like her mature work after her, you know, and that, and that's where I can admit that I was wrong. Maybe I just didn't give her time to mature her sound for my particular taste. And maybe I shouldn't have been so hard on her in her early work, just getting established because pretty much everything after the pink print, I legitimately like from Nikki. So I'm not even, so this is definitely not even coming out of no hater shit anymore. And I used to be a hater. I go front, but after the pink print, I was like, all right, bitch, he's being your shit now. I ain't mad at all. At all. After everything after the pink print, I really don't have any complaints about. Like, I really don't. I, I, the only critique I have is, like, I don't really like her sound effects. Like, I mean, niggas do it, and which gets to my point. She does a lot of sound effects. She draws out the little keywords in her songs just for a bop and a vibe. And I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, the song doesn't need all that. Like, you're spitting hard as fuck. I'm, because I'm a person that just likes spitters. Like, I just like hard spitters rap. Like, get on a heavy beast, on a heavy drum, get my spirit moving, spit your shit, talk your shit, you know, and in the track I, I i don't i don't need all the gimmicks and the extra sometimes it's funny but most of the time it's just like i just personally like when a when a rapper just spits like it don't even gotta be fast or super lyrical it just gotta have its own like a rapper can just have its own like his or her own vibe like and it's just about how they and it's about the beat. If I like the beat, that helps, of course. But it's like, you know, none of that melodic shit. That's not my taste. Sometimes I like a nigga that can sing. But a lot of melodic, a lot of sound effects. I don't need that shit. I just need, like I said, I just need a good beat, a good heavy bass, a good drum, and just a nigga talking they shit. Like just speaking on some real shit, speaking their truth, like, um, like, what really got me to switch my perception of Nikki was, um, looking ass, when she dropped looking ass on that Young Money mixtape, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's how you feel, bitch, I ain't mad, I ain't mad, you put away that goofy ass, poppy shit and you just spit and she just spat and i was like all right i could take nikki serious now so that's how i feel about nikki in particular so here's my beef with the barbs though a good half of the barbie population 
doesn't want to acknowledge that Nikki was influenced by Kim like 70 fucking percent, honestly. Nikki definitely has her own sound, not taking that away. Her own sound, her own cadence, her own lyrical pattern. I'm not saying that. But as far as her style, her gimmick, her appeal, she got it from Lil' Kim, like, to the fucking T. Like, changing your body, getting your surgeries, enhancing your look, squat, doing the squat picture, doing the black Barbie gig, you know, calling herself the queen, like, really, like, having super sex appeal in her music, being able to hang with the big boys. It's like, you know, Nikki got a lot of influence from Kim, and I may have, and I've stood corrected. I never used to think that Nikki acknowledged Kim, but I guess she did, people tell me. But I feel like it's very surface level, and it's a little two-faced, because from the B, the Kim Beehive standpoint, she did a lot of shady shit. Like, take her off the only track that they collaborated on. You know, she says she pays homage. She says she threw respect. She says she shouts out Kim. I don't ever hear her shout out Kim. And I think the homage that Kim was always looking for from Nikki, which is where the beef started. She felt like Nikki never paid her homage. Um, was like, she never reached out to collab with her, and in her bars, like, she never really said, like, or she never just acknowledged, like, yo, this is the queen, or this is the original black Barbie, I'm a new black Barbie, like, we both the baddest Barbies, like, something like that to bring them together, and that publicly acknowledges that Kim was an influence to her. And a lot of Barbies, or Barbs, they have a tendency of, number one, to me personally, a lot of Barbs don't even listen to hip-hop that heavy. A, lo- a good handful of Nikki's fan base, they, oh, like a lot of women, a lot of gay men... Not too many, I mean, niggas respect Nikki for her actual rap ability, but niggas ain't bumping Nikki. Um, so it's mostly like women and gay niggas, for my observation, that bump Nikki like that. And unfortunately, not a lot of women really know hip hop and rap catalog like that and no rap and hip hop history like that unless they really are into music and they're into hip hop like half of my own girls don't wouldn't even know half of the fucking rap songs that I fucking know or would even like know how to even look for like rap songs hell I don't even know how to look for a catalog my dude is my personal DJ you know what I mean? But I still know how to, like, listen to a motherfucker on a feature and go and look for that motherfucker and look at his other shit if I'm really, like, feeling it. Um, you know, and that's just because I personally love hip-hop and rap. But a lot of women and gay men, I don't know, I don't want to speak too much on gay men because I don't talk to that many gay niggas, but um, a lot of women 
they they they're not into hip hop and rap like that. They just know the features. They just know the few bops on the radio and stuff like that. But they don't like a lot of women like don't know the rap history catalog. It's very rare for a woman to have a hobby in hip hop and rap unless there's a really big staple figure like Nicki or Meg or Cardi B, like somebody that's been making music for women to bop to in the rap game. But that's super recent. That's super recent. Or there was a really big hiatus in between it. So, and and I'm talking about rap. I'm not even talking about club hip rap, club hit rap like Missy Elliott rapped but she just she also did like a really big number of club hits so it's kind of like a lot of girls don't know Eve's catalog got a lot of girls don't know Rod Digger's catalog a lot of girls don't know um Foxy Brown's catalog um hell I don't even know the fucking greats like Queen Latifah and all them like I I mean I I wouldn't even be able to tell you like a full catalog of Queen Latifah and MC Light keep it real I just know them by name and I just know that they were the legit door openers but as I digress oh like a lot of barbs don't listen to rap and hip-hop like that but they feel so comfortable disacknowledging Lil Kim in the Nikki conversation and that's where my beef is because it's kind of like if y'all really knew rap you guys would not be so bitter and insulted by that that fact and I spent like two days arguing with Barbies about this because there was some article that Cardi B is giving her appreciation flowers to Nikki you know acknowledging that Nikki um got the game back hot for women and there was you know there wasn't a lot of female rap in the game until Nikki came back which is kind of true and false because there was a cool little five-year hiatus in female rap but it wasn't like I mean okay I guess it was a drought I'll say it's a drought I'll admit it there's a big old drought until Nikki came back but that's not the same as Nikki opening the door for people. Like, in comparison, you know, you had Missy back in the day collaborating with Eve, collaborating with Kim. You know, Kim and Rod Digger were collaborating. Um, Trina, Trina and Missy Elliott were collaborating. Like, you had way more... Like, Missy Elliott really brought a lot of female rappers together. And so, and then Lil' Kim, of course, she set the tone for the current fem MC standard for today. So, between Missy Elliott and Lil' Kim, like, those are the women who really, like, opened the door for modern MC, MC rap. Like, not to not acknowledge... Okay, maybe I'm being a little hypocritical setting like that. So let me correct my statement. They didn't open it, but they set, like, they really set a different tempo for MCs to, for the present day MCs. As far as style, as far as beat picking, as far as how the, 
jam bops as far as the sex appeal between Missy Elliott and Lil' Kim, they made that formula. They fucking perfected that formula and everybody got it now. So it's kind of like you can love Nikki. You can you can acknowledge that Nikki is the best for her era. She I guess she's the best right now, but she's just I mean it's a, it's a time stamp. Like there's going to be somebody that surpasses Nikki one day. No fucking doubt. That's not to shit on Nikki, but that's just the fact of the matter. And there's a lot of different elements between the errors that put Nikki that that gives Nikki that advantage. And if you really know rap history and the history of like the rap and hip hop industry, you can't take Kim's crown away because of the numbers game. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of Barbies like to do. They like to play the numbers game, talk about how much Nikki's worth, how much Nikki sold, how much she's done. Like that is all A plus arguments, no doubt. But that does not take away Kim's A plus either. It really fucking doesn't. And that's where my beef is because it's kind of like... Do y'all understand how fucked up the the game was for women? Like, real women that are really street rappers, I mean. Missy Elliott is a little different because she did a lot of production. She does a lot of writing. She does a lot of, like, different type of collabs, you know, with Timberland and all them and her contribution with Aaliyah in R&B sense. So, Missy is kind of a different conversation but excuse me but it's like nevertheless it's still so much harder for women so sitting here trying to dismiss Lil Kim because she fell off and I'm and that's being blunt about it she did fall off but there's a lot that played into her falling off so it's kind of like it's so disrespectful to hip-hop and to actual people who love hip-hop that just because Nicki is popular, you're going to dismiss Kim. And that's like where... And, and it's like, that's where... And I, I think I'm just extra mad about it because the because everybody does that to women, but they don't do it to the men in hip-hop. Like, yes, there's healthy conversation of who's best between the fellas, no doubt. But it's healthy conversation. I've never heard a dude sit here and take away Biggie's crown because Jay-Z has just made it to the point where he was. You know what I mean? No, no nigga is taking away Nas's crown because of where Jay-Z is to the point where he is now. Or nobody, and, and just to humble Jay-Z, nobody's taking Jay-Z's crown away because of fucking Drake. So it's kind of like, it's so disrespectful and it does really make me mad as a lover of hip hop and rap that Barb's are so comfortable shitting on Lil' Kim and they don't even understand that 
they're being they're playing into the double standard of hip-hop and i think that's why this conversation has just been with these motherfuckers on the internet have just been irking me because it's kind of like the shit that they're saying is kind of like it's just so it's just so insulting because it's like lil kim has been physically emotionally and mentally abused the 90s and early 2000s hip-hop and rap industry is a fucking demon in itself that shit it was so predatory like those contracts in that era that money coming up oh my god that shit was so fucked up to the artist that's why like it's like that's why you got your rare diamonds that have been able to be in the game this long because that era like Anybody, probably anybody that's still in the game from that era had to step on a few necks and break a few backs and bust a few eggshells and bust a few heads to stay relevant. Like, I'm pretty sure Jay-Z, figuratively speaking, no, realistically speaking, he stabbed a motherfucker, but that's another thing. But Jay-Z had to fucking, I'm sure Jay-Z cracked, I know Jay-Z cracked a bunch of skulls to keep where he is to this day. Dame Dash is still fucking bitter as fuck at Jay-Z for the way he conducted business. Um, not to mention, you know, there's a lot of those, those rare gems in the game presently, speaking for the men, those rare gems in the game presently are try to expand their labels and expand their teams and their groups and their squads and their squads are fucked over so the artists even fucked over other artists jay-z dame dash from jay-z and jay-z still got fucking beef where the fuck is anybody that was signed to Rockefeller back in the day? Where the fuck is Memphis Bleak? Where the fuck is any bad boy? Where the where the fuck is anybody from disturbing the peace with Ludacris? I've the only thing is I've heard that Ludacris got his people right. He released all of his people respectfully. Because and it's kind of scary, honestly. Because when I hear a lot of interviews from his former artists like Shauna. Oh, Shauna's another one. She's another great female FMC. Like, I always forget about Shauna. She's honestly one of my favorites. Um, It's kind of scary. It's kind of like some mafia shit, low-key. I don't know what Luda did. And I'm saying this, I'm a super big Luda fan. That's like my OG favorite rapper. Um, I don't know what he did. I feel like, but it's so scary because, like, um, all the interviews with, like, Shauna, 2 Chains i20 they all say the same thing they all say he broke them even he gave them a respectful check shut it down that was it so the fact that all of their stories are damn near the same it's kind of scary but i don't i don't dig that much into hip-hop business business i don't care like that it's not that deep for me i just like the artist so Ludacris's squad doesn't do good um where the fuck is g unit 50 cent be talking shit about his former artist where the fuck is lloyd banks where the fuck is tony yayo where the young buck out here fucking trannies and 50 cent telling all his damn business to the whole damn world the only one that really just made their own shit from g unit was the game and they had to go through a whole beef so that's what i'm saying like it takes like breaking necks 
and actual fighting to stay in the game for a long ass time, even for men. So it's kind of like, if it's hard like that for the men, imagine the women. So it's like, I really do get mad because like a handful of barbs or like half of the barbs population, the half that don't even really fuck with rap that heavy, they got so much to say and disrespect to say about Lil' Kim. And it's like, y'all don't even understand like what you're talking about. So we got a whole fucked up industry contract wise and then let's and then something I kind of thought about interesting is like powerhouses behind women because except for Cardi except for Cardi a lot of women usually get their co-sign from the men Shauna got co-signed by Ludacris um Lil Kim got Biggie's co-sign Foxy Brown got Jay-Z's co-sign. Kamaya got YG's co-sign. Um, Rod Digger was Busta Rhymes' co-sign. Eve had DMX. Missy had Timberland. And I think, I want to say Pharrell too, but I don't think so. I don't know why I keep wanting to say she worked with Pharrell a lot too. I don't think so though. But anyways, Missy had Timberland. Um, you know what I mean? And Nikki had Wayne and Birdman. Ah, I want to say Nikki had Gucci Man and Wayne. Because Gucci Man found Nikki. So, she has two powerhouses behind her, technically. She had two powerhouse cosigns behind her. And she just came into the new era of business. Like, she came in the rap game with better business. Like, they now they knew how to take... Now the industry knows that they're going to get more out of their artists if they take better care of their artists. And that's not to... I'm not taking away from her talent either. The girl works... The woman works hard. So, this is not to take away from her actual talent. But just to be realistic... She has two, she had two powerhouses behind her. She had Wayne behind her. And she had Wayne in his prime behind her. Kim's powerhouse died. Biggie died in the peak when Kim was just getting started. Biggie didn't even get to be the powerhouse he probably could have been because he died if Biggie was able to be a bigger powerhouse I'm pretty sure Kim's career would have been extremely different somewhat because he was still abusing her so that's another thing you're with you you have a good powerhouse behind you You have a good man behind you apparently you know you never know what happens behind closed doors but I'm gonna assume Wayne treated Nikki decently you know, he wasn't sitting there breaking her nose like Biggie was fucking Kim. Wasn't fucking her, getting her pregnant, and then getting her to have abortions and shit. Fucking um, having a whole bunch of affairs with her, with his, with his wife and shit. Like Biggie and the whole Faith Evans and Lil' Kim triangle. Like, there is so much griminess towards Kim. Like, it's actually a miracle. And I'm not saying this to shit on Kim either, but it's honestly a miracle that Kim was able to be so self-sufficient. And maybe, luckily, it was because of Diddy. Was somewhat a good businessman back in the day, but... 
Look at where the fuck bad boy is now. There ain't even no fucking bad boy. MGK was the last bad boy. And he damn near fucked his career beefing with him. So it's like, there's a lot of factors into Nikki's success that Kim in the being a product of the 90s, a gritty ass era for the music industry no internet to put shit on blast no internet to check to check funky ass shit from the artist or the industry you know what i mean everything was behind closed doors until fucking what 2008 right after she came out of jail that's when the fucking internet blew up so it's like we didn't we didn't see enough to protect lil kim and to really like so she could have that security like a lot of female artists didn't so it's kind of like and kim was in the game since the fucking 90s like a lot of them other women they didn't jump in until maybe 99 early 2000s kim was in the game since the fucking early 90s when fucked up shit was happening in the rap hip-hop and r&b industry okay so to dismiss that it's so like insulting to what made rap what it is today and so you got the fact that kim's powerhouse died you got the industry abusing her you know what i mean now i'll bet kim also did start her fair share of catty ass fights too she definitely beefed with foxy um i don't know who else she beefed with honestly i think she beefed with remy ma for a very very short period of time i don't remember though i don't know i just know that kim had her fair share of beefs and bullying for her to keep her crown just as nikki does so karma's a bitch and that goes for everybody because what kim did to everybody else and nikki did to kim and what nikki did to kim now cardi's doing to kim i mean to nikki so it all comes back full circle so there's really no reason to really fight tooth and nail and defend either one of them or not def- or pick one against the other because there's so much elements into it. So as I digress, though, to switch to the next topic to wrap this up. So we got Barbie's insulting and disrespecting little kim and it's like it's it's fucked up because the industry is already hard and and it's to this day uh cardi b and meg the stallion just dropped a collab called wop wet ass pussy it's so fucking catchy i mean the song's okay to me it's not something i would be bumping all day every fucking day but it's fucking catchy and the, i really 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 like the music video is talking about how profet pro how much obscurity and how much um what do you call it ron how raunchy it is it's honestly not that bad like everybody that's like going crazy over how raunchy this video is it's raunchy but i mean i've seen a lot worse on bet uncut okay the WAP wasn't that bad. I really liked the video. I thought the video was beautifully made. Their outfits were beautiful. 
Their outfits were pretty tasteful. Cardi was a little risque with her titties all outlined. But that's Cardi. Like, Cardi's been butt-ass naked in one of her videos. Like, Cardi was breastfeeding her whole baby in, in a video. Like, that's what Cardi does. But Meg wasn't all... I mean, they had their asses out, but it was like normal kind of swimsuit ass type of thing. Like, it wasn't super crazy. The choreograph was choreography was really nice. Like they had nor they had a lot of cameos too. That's what I really liked too. They had Sukiana, they had Normani, they had um some other Ros Rosley girl. I don't know who it is. I just finally I'm just they're just posting on Instagram who made the cameos. So I'm I'm like really happy about that because the video goes by so fast you can't really tell who's who unless you're sitting there watching the video every second by second. And I ain't got the time to do that. So I'm just seeing on Instagram who made the cameo. So it was Normani, Sukiana, um, that Rosalie girl. Uh, I think Mulatto was in it, another rapper. Um, who else? And then Cardi and Meg. Um, and then Kylie Jenner was in it. So, you know, all the girls, most of the girls were dancing. Their choreography was on point. Cardi and Megan was dancing on point. They actually had like great choreography. Um, choreography. I don't know how to fucking say it. Um, everybody's got their panties in the bunch over and talking about how obscure it is and talking about how nasty they are. And it's like they they number one ain't nothing fucking new what they saying. Like I said, Lil Kim's been saying this shit since she fucking dropped like Lil Kim came out the woodwork squatting with her legs open for the fucking world okay niggas still got that fucking poster so nothing is new from what they are saying it really isn't um so I don't know where all this all of a sudden this this conservative ship is coming from like I really don't like especially from people who say they like hip-hop and rap and that's what I'm talking it goes back to my point with the whole Nikki and Lil Kim thing it's like we got people commenting on this shit that don't even really listen to rap and shit because clearly if y'all listen to rap you would know that this shit ain't nothing new like it really isn't. It's nothing to get your fucking panties and boxers in a bunch about. The video wasn't that bad. It was beautifully done. I love the colors. I love the coordination. I love the cameos. Even fucking Kylie Jenner. I didn't mind it. Like, it was a little different. Like, oh, we just gonna have Kylie randomly walking through the hallway. All right. Cool. She's a... It, it's aesthetic. Like, that's all it is was just aesthetic. Beautiful women all over the place like I don't understand I, I I don't understand why everybody one is jizzing in their pants about it and two acting like a church or none about it like I don't get no erotic from it I mean it's sexy but it's not erotic like I don't know I I really I I just really don't get it so and I'm pretty fucking nasty. So I know when some shit is nasty. Um, but regardless, it's like people that don't even fucking know hip hop, that don't even fucking listen to rap, or they don't even have the perception of what rap can, is, 
and has the the potential to evolve to and from you got so much to fucking say and it's just so irking like i i really don't get it half the shit that these niggas out here fucking say are nasty as fuck all damn day long even the niggas that i listen to all day long talk about running trains on bitches and I'm no way condone that shit. I usually skip half of those songs. But guess what? They're there. And if the beat is hard enough, I fucking ignore that split second and I get the fuck over it. I get the fuck over And that's why I kind of side-eye when niggas say they don't really like listening to female hip-hop because they can't hear about dick-sucking all day or fucking all day. And I get it as a man. But at the same time, we gotta hear... Y'all talk about shoving your dick in our mouths all all goddamn day. It's rare when we got a rapper that's talking to women nicely. That's why I do like rappers who are womanizers a little bit. Because it's like, thank you. Just make, it's like one of them things like, make love to me for once. Don't always fuck me. Like, that's how I like my rap music from time to time. So it's like, we deal with it. How come y'all are sitting here talking shit and and i don't see a lot of niggas that i talk to about music talking shit so if y'all my homies are listening to this podcast this conversation do not apply to you this conversation applies to motherfuckers that are stuck in the old glory days about rap or they think that women are supposed to be rapping about fucking algebra or physics or whatever the fuck they think women are supposed to fucking rap about and it's kind of like get the fuck over yourself okay get the fuck over yourself with that and it's like why just why is there why is there such a problem with the way women do rap there's women rappers that don't just talk about their pussy all damn day long kamaya is one of them i love kamaya i need to do i do really need to get more into her music because when i do listen to kamaya i love her music but i just now i'm just a slow music listener anyway like i really gotta be in the mood to discover somebody's catalog and i really like usually i'd be listening to I don't even see I don't even listen to music when I'm playing video games half the time I'm fucking listening to podcasts or laughing at some dumbass shit um when I'm playing video games but um unless like I'm just really like I ain't got nothing I'm either doing like okay so in video games when you gotta like sometimes your side missions or things that you want to grind up for um like weapons or skills or whatever we call it farming just in case y'all don't know so there might be a time when I'm like farming on a video game and because I'm like so bored I'll listen to music and I'll turn off somebody's entire catalog so I don't unfortunately even though I do like Kamaya I don't know her entire catalog like that but guess what when I fucking listen to Kamaya I fucking love her okay and she don't sit there and talk about her pussy and hopping on on and off dicks all fucking day. Um, JT from City Girls, yes, I'm glad my bitch is out. I was so I was actually happy that JT got out. I really was. And when I heard her spitting on the new album, I was like, I'm happy JT's home. Cause that girl can fucking write. I 
like Meg. I like Meg's fever. Oh my God. Fever is stupid. Like Meg was just spitting on fever. Like everybody's losing their minds about sugar. Sugar was great. But fever, you could really see Meg write. Like, or how she writes. Like, you know what I mean? I like Nikki's queen. So it's like, you know, okay. So I, I, sorry, I divulge because those are women that talk about hopping off on and off dicks all day. So Kamaya, I mean, there's other rappers. I think her name's Rhapsody. I can't get into her. She's just a little too woke for me and a little too monotone. I could do young and may in doses. She don't, I see the thing about MA is cause she's a butch. She don't necessarily talk about hopping off of dicks all day, but she do talk about pussy all day. No, she no, no, she don't really talk about pussy all day. She talks about she's she's pretty she's pretty balanced. Young and May's pretty balanced. And nobody gives Young and May credit. Like Eminem put Young and May on his last CD, which was a great CD from Eminem. Took him long enough um to drop something good. But what you call it? He put Young in May. And the last time I heard him co-sign a female was when he was on Nicki Minaj's Roman's Revenge. So the fact that him co-signing Young in May went over a lot of people's head is kind of disappointing. And that's just me reading in between the lines and giving um, best case scenario thoughts to collabs. Because Young in May, she didn't do a lot on his song but she fucking made that song, if you don't ask me. My personal opinion, Young and May made that fucking song um, for Eminem. Like, just her fucking, her fucking vibe, bitch, I like to wobble, wobble. Shake it, shake it. Like, ugh, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> she like, it was just a vibe. It was just a vibe that she had. So it's, it's like... Are y'all even giving female MCs the criticism or you're just going with the most popular bitch? And that's the problem. Like, you cannot just go with the most popular bitch. Like, and and the same thing applies for, like, May and Cardi. Like, don't we... I mean, I don't want to say... I don't want to stop nobody's bag and say don't oversaturate it. But it's kind of like... You know, I I just really want the game and the industry to the respect them sees way more like my homegirl she put me a little more she put me on a swahi a little heavier right sweaty sweaty i don't know how to say her fucking name whatever cute girl pretty girl let me correct myself she's really pretty so all they fucking play on the radio all day long is my type and that shit makes me want to blow my fucking head off but when my homegirl showed me her actual catalog on YouTube, like she, we were just chilling, vibing, and she played Swayze's album, baby girl can spit. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, we not eat, like the radios, the industry ain't even promoting, like, what the girls can really do. And it, like, pisses me off. And that's why it just, like, pisses me off when people, like, really just disacknowledge everything just because they like Nikki the best and it's kind of like you gotta understand like they're not even giving anybody else a fair fucking shot so you can't sit here and just say 
Nikki is the alpha and omega. Like, you know, and it's, I'm not to keep throwing shade on Nikki. I'm just speaking on the fucking public, um, the, the court of public opinion. It's like the industry doesn't even look out for all the women the same. Like, it really doesn't. The industry puts women against each other. The fucking dumbass public be holding these misogynist, be empowering the misogynistic double standards for female MCs. Like, I can admit, sometimes, yeah, the pussy talk gets a little repetitive. Sure. But so do trap songs. So do gangbanger songs. So do flashy ass, excuse me, so do flashy ass, how much money, how many cars I got songs, but nobody fucking bats an eye, I mean, some people do, but, you know, like, those are people that just generally just like straight lyricism, like, they only listen to motherfuckers with lyrics and no, like, bops or commercial or anything like shake your ass too like you know what I mean like these are niggas that like these are newspaper ass niggas like I like to call it like these are niggas that just read a lot and they just like straight lyricism and that's fine everybody has their own thing but the game isn't just lyricism this game shouldn't just be lyricism like there's a lane for everything so it's kind of like it just makes me mad because it's like Nobody puts the boys down in the same way they put the girls down. Nobody doesn't expand on the boy. No, like nobody expands on the girls like they do the fucking boys. They'll play Drake's whole damn CD on the radio, but they can only play Sway He's My Type all day long. She got so many other good songs. So you mean to tell me, and, and that's why I feel like a, the radio is bought fuck what anybody else says because i've seen nikki have those whole rants about people paying for radio plays and shit fuck that shit i'm pretty sure that bitch plays pays for the radio too as much as they bump nikki um because why does drake's entire cd get the whole fucking radio but sway he's only getting played my type for two years straight like that makes no sense what's so ever whatsoever what y'all can only have one bitch at a radio at this at at one time like i'm honestly surprised that they still play cardi and meg on in the same era like that's how bad it is like (laughs) it's so ridiculous and it's like people want to say nikki fucking is about unity and she does acknowledge I the only person she acknowledges is Trina and I don't ever see her fucking promote anything she does with Trina she's done plenty of collabs with Trina and I've never heard anybody promote the shit that she does with Trina in fact I noticed when they released Babs which is an amazing track like how the fuck do you not promote a fucking cash cash money sample because they had fucking project chick on the sample like how do you not 
promote that shit slap so fucking hard. Like, that's even Wayne's old song. So for Nicki to not even promote Babs is kind of like fucking rude. Like, it's so ridiculous. Nobody promotes the shit she does with Trina. Nobody um keeps the girls together nobody encourages the girls together nobody encourages the new girls to go get the veterans like i'm pretty sure eve kim rod digger can spit can write a hot 16 like easily make something quick but i mean i don't know like at least eve but i don't, I don't think she's actively trying to rap still um but it's like there could have there could be more unity promoted and it's like it really does make me mad that because it's so the industry is so misogynistic like they and they they feel like they can capitalize way more off of the beefing and the putting each other and encouraging the the um in the individual and the independence and the solo performances more than the unity performances and i'm be and i i think and it's changing a little bit now because there's so there is way more women in the game now so it's going to be inedible you inevitable eh, inevitable that you gotta put some of the girls together or they gotta collab at least at some point but it's like stop having these double standards like just let the girls do what they do don't put them against each other stop feeding into that fire because i do also believe 70 percent of that nikki versus kim fire was from the public and the audience it really was and i'm part of that so that's fully acknowledging on myself as well um you know the nikki and cardi beef that was definitely few fueled by the public like you know it's 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 so ridiculous and it's like all the old heads are asking for is to acknowledge the history because the rap history has done so much for where it is today like you're not getting meg cardi and nikki without lil kim just like without um cube snoop and um jay-z or i'll say or i'll say snoop jay-z and cube you're not getting kendrick and j cole and um eminem and eh eminem's kind of in between that so i don't really want to use eminem but you're not going to get without cube snoop and jay-z you're not getting kendrick j cole and um like gucci man i guess like if you want to throw somebody out there the south is a different conversation but that's gonna be i'm just gonna i'm gonna reach for that one (laughs) i'm gonna reach for that one but you guys get my drift like you 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 can't disacknowledge it while at the same time as an old head you cannot you can't um look down at the new wave you can't look down at women doing what the boys do you can't look down on women doing what they gotta do to make it you know what i mean you can't look down on the new sound like you can't look down on all the new artists like you just gotta be good so 
those are my two cents for conversation. I hope I didn't rant too heavy. Y'all take care. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Stop putting female MCs against each other and stop putting female MCs down. Support Cardi, Meg, Nikki, um, City Girls, Swahi, Kamaya, um, Mulatto, all the dolls. Support all of them. Cash Doll, Cuban Doll, Asian Doll, all of them. Support the girls. Take care. Bye.